Good day, good day, good day. This is another episode of Coffee Conversations. I'm Deacon Bob. I'm Father David. I figured, I figured, I figured I'd change it up today. A little pause. You I, know. I saw that in your eyes. It's like, all right, it's my turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the first time. If, if, if this is the first time you're listening, uh, that's the first time that uh, Deacon Bob is in, has been the first one mm-hmm. uh, to introduce himself uh, for the episode. Usually, I, I'll, usually I'll jump right in, but yeah. hey. You know, you need some spice. Yeah, well, and you took his breath, so I figured, <laughs> figured I'd hop in. Get right in there, yeah. Yep. Spe- speaking of spice, I have some good apple spice uh, tea today. Oh, that's so really good. Yeah, we're recording in the afternoon. I know this is uh, coffee conversations, but uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. So the morning was initially planned for, but um, yeah, things happen. Yeah, we just had our huge uh, snowstorm yesterday, so we did the snowocalypse. Yeah, the snowmageddon. It took us a little while to get out of the driveway this morning. Yeah, how long did it, how long did it take you to plow plow the drive? Uh, we have a guy who comes and plows it, but my wife's car has better tires, so gotcha. I took that one, but right. we had to chip it out of an ice block. Oof. So yeah, but it's good. Yeah, because it was, it was all that rain and then turned to ice. Yeah, so here at the parish, we have an awesome uh, team of maintenance guys who have been just working working real hard over the past couple of days to keep the. Keep keep our pretty huge uh, parking lot, you know, clean. There's a. I'm looking at the, the pavilion. There's like a massive snow pile, probably, I don't know, 50 feet deep, and um, so they do the parking lot, and then Father Eric uh, and I do the front steps of the house. So oh, that, do you that, really? That's our. <laughs> do you use a shovel or that a broom? Is our, <laughs> that is our contribution. Oh no, no broom. Okay. This is this is serious. This is serious. So we, we, we have probably the cleanest uh, cleanest steps in uh, Lake County, as Father Eric said. <laughs> so I was away on vacation, and that's when it dumped the first time. Oh, yeah. So when I got back, Father, the, one of the first things Father Eric said to me was, it's your turn to, <laughs> to shovel. shovel the steps. <laughs> I was driving into the parking lot. That one mound is almost as high as the bottom of the basketball hoop. It's awesome. It's huge. It's awesome. And it, and it goes along the entire back of the parking lot like I that. Know. Where you wonder how many pounds of snow, because initially, especially in this storm, it was like pretty heavy. It yeah. was wet. It was because it turned from rain to snow. Yeah, you wonder how many pounds of snow are just in the St. Gabriel's like parking lot. There's a lot. <laughs> we could do a we could do a fundraiser, a betting yeah. contest, maybe. Yeah. And no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we gotta be you gotta be creative about fundraising. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yes. So the snow is here. It's February. It's good. And uh, in this time we've been inside, have you watched any, watched any fun movies? We did. We watched Encanto, Encanto. by Disney. Oh, yeah? Um, new new movie from... I'm not sure when it was released. Um, one nice thing about having grandkids is I get to see all like the new movies mm-hmm. um, or princess videos, depending on what's happening that day. Oh, yeah. And um, I was really impressed. It was really, really well done. Nice. So, what's the basic storyline? Basic storyline is everybody has a talent or a gift, mm-hmm. and with the gift usually comes some kind of a burden that goes along with it. Mm, okay. Um, and so, I don't want to do the spoiler alert. But, sure, sure, sure. Well, maybe um, we can. If it's good, we can maybe do a podcast on I it. I think. Point. Yeah, I think it would be a good. Go watch it before our next podcast on it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And we'll talk about it. Yeah, but. which is that's which is maybe. Just from what you're saying, maybe spiritually, you know, in a sense that, you know, we do have gifts and skills, but sometimes, you know, 
something that's if too much of a good thing, you know, if we're if we're using that gift or skill for our own our own benefit versus others, you know, it can be something that actually hurts us instead of is really helpful. What's kind of cool in the movie is the family is really important, and all the gifts are meant for the family, mm-hmm. which I thought goes right along with you know yeah. uh, St. Paul's story about the body and how all the parts work together. Sure, sure. And the girl who feels that she doesn't have a very special talent or any talent at all mm-hmm. is the one that, you know, kind of saves the day. Yeah. But it's really, it's very well done. The nice. music's kind of cool, too. It's not your typical Disney sure. music. I love so. I love the the music. I mean, I love movies, but I, I love almost the music of movies more uh-huh. sometimes. Just soundtracks, and it's just amazing how... I mean, and every director has their process. You know, sometimes they write the music before the movie, and then the, that kind of gives, like, a flavor to the, the actual editing or the actual shooting they do. Sometimes know. it's alongside. Sometimes it's after. Mm-hmm. It's just for how it, how it all matches and comes together and how they can just use instruments to convey emotion and set the scene. Yeah. So the music's great. Also, Father Fred and I were talking... Disney has this talent, the writers do, that they can write something on the kids' level that engages them, mm-hmm. but then there's this whole adult level yeah. um, that's really profound. It's kind of two, two tiers mm-hmm. to the movie that they can yeah. kind of balance. Yeah, yeah. I think the Marvel movies really really have done that well, too, mm-hmm. over the past 20 years or however long the Marvel movies have been <laughs> going on. Yeah, they, they're kind of fun for whoever's watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I um, So Father Eric and I, uh, the other day, watched the movie Dune. Like the old book? Uh, <laughs> uh, came from the old book. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess the, I don't know when the books were written. Maybe in, I don't know, probably the 70s. Because in I think in 84, there was a first movie version of Dune. Yeah, I remember seeing the cover of the book. I don't think I ever actually read the book, but my friends did. Because we were all into sci-fi kind of yeah, stuff. Right? Yeah, it's kind of the sci-fi kind of, not quite... Star Wars-y kind mm-hmm. of thing. So it's kind of funny. Father Eric has never seen Star Wars. Um, um, You're kidding. But I know. Oh, we I know. Spoiler alert. We Father need Eric. to uh, <laughs> I don't know. He seems, pretty, he seems pretty <laughs> adamant about not watching them, actually. So so I was surprised when he when he wanted to watch Dune. So, uh, yeah. So it's a new version. just came out, I mean, I don't know, this year, a couple months ago, maybe. Really good. Um, just cinematically. And, again, the music was pretty pretty awesome and we were, in, we were in his room with, uh, he has like, you know, the good sound, good sound bar and the subwoofers <laughs> and uh, and everything. And it was uh, pretty amazing. And I, maybe we can maybe we can uh, do a, a reflection on that, too, because there was some interesting kind of Christian themes kind of kind of playing out in the movie. Again, I like I like finding Christian themes in mm-hmm. movies and finding truths where they are, even though they're not trying to necessarily, you know, that's not their point. They're trying to tell a story, but but they're saying... Uh, they say on the internet that this is probably this trilogy will be the Dune series could rival you know something of the Lord of the Rings and the Star Wars and at least for our time there hasn't been something like that for uh, a long while so I can't remember who wrote Dune um, I don't know I can't remember I don't know but so, yeah that's really good yeah so uh, recommend uh, probably for the kids and ca- and Canto you know for mm-hmm. for for the teens and the, and the adults. We got we got Dune, so yeah, movies. It's good uh, to do that when we're when we're sitting in the snow. One thing I did last week, so this will this will tie into our topic for today. 
But so I went to the dentist um, for a checkup last Tuesday, right? Like you like going to the dentist? <laughs> I have an appointment <laughs> next week. Oh, there you go. And and that that sound of those drills and things they, they don't even have to touch you it's just like as soon as you hear that you know like you get that goosebump yeah. or it's just like a shiver goes down nails your spine. on a chalkboard kind of <laughs> i've never met anyone who actually uh, loves going to the dentist right no have you I ever met one so. like no. they specifically enjoy it maybe the people that work there maybe <laughs> i suppose but. they they like it cuz they get paid yeah <laughs> it's and I, the people that i go to are very kind Mm-hmm. And I never feel any pain because they're really good at pain That's, management stuff. Yeah. That's why I keep going. Well, and it's back. like, how are they using the, I don't know, the, the scalpel or whatever, yeah. the, whatever those instrument little, those, or yeah, it they feels you, like a scalpel. Don't put sharp things, like don't put sharp metal things in your mouth. And the first thing they do <laughs> right. is like, open your mouth, let me pick at it with this little sharp metal thing. Indeed. There's definitely tears of, of I want to say enjoyment. But there's definitely tears like of of the dentist appointment though. It's not all equal, right? So the worst part is the is the beginning when they're you know scraping off all the plaque uh-huh. and they have the metal things, the and it gets better from there, right? Because mm-hmm. then, then they use the uh, there might be a little floss in between. I think it's like a unspoken reminder that you should. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, you should use this. And then there's the and then there's the. The toothbrushy, spinny thing. Yeah, the polisher. Right, the polisher, and then and then and then the nice fluoride. Yeah. Nice fluoride finish, right? Uh, yes, indeed. It's been a while. I'm just I'm just preparing you, really. Uh, I can't hardly wait. I'm just preparing you for the the joy that you have. Yes, indeed. But but you know it's it's important. We have we have uh, dentist appointments. We have doctors visits. You know, even if you feel like you don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's it's good to do. It's important because it really can, in the long term, keep your teeth well, and they can detect things that you maybe don't see beneath the gums, mm-hmm. right? And we know this is kind of a part of life. You know, this kind of this posture of uh, maintenance checkups. You know, whether it's for our bodies, and you know, it's it's not necessarily enjoyable, but it's it's an important thing. It's a mm-hmm. good thing um, for our cars. You know, we we surely know. Uh, the the need for regular maintenance, whether it's oil or tires or this or that, and depending on whether we're going to the um, going to the the dealership or or the mom and pop shop, it can mm-hmm. be not an enjoyable experience for our wallet, uh, depending on what it is and where we're going. It amazes me that cars constantly monitor themselves. You know, like your engine light right. comes on. Well, nowadays, on, yeah, yeah, and um, and right away, you know. Like, should I go have the engine light looked at, or should I just put it off exactly. <laughs> until something really big How happens? How long can I go before this mm-hmm. really becomes an issue? How important is this light? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that self-monitoring is really important. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it is convenient when we, when we do have cars that... They kind of do it themselves now. Now, do you have one of these watches that tell you, like, how many times you've stood up during the day? No, I do not. I, I had a Fitbit for a little bit of time, uh, I got for Christmas. That just kind of, uh, just, it was a pedometer, essentially, and then just other things. So it counts the steps and, and then tells your heart rate. It wasn't super fancy. Like, yeah, this thing, it, it tells you, like, your heart rate. It tells you it's time to stand up. Mm-hmm. Or um, how many calories you've burned. If you're sitting for too long, it'll tell you, hey... Mm-hmm. Or it'll say if you walk now for the next twenty minutes, you'll achieve your goal. Right. 
I wish right. they had something like that for prayer. <laughs> right? Know, like, hey, you haven't prayed all day yet. Uh, like, yes, like yesterday. Uh, it was like 5 o'clock and I hadn't done like morning prayer yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so do you do everything up to that point? Or do you just kind of hop in where you're at and do evening prayer? No, you got you to gotta, you gotta go back and do it. So, I mean, as priests, we take a promise to pray the, the liturgy, the hours, the breviary. So there's a, a number of times of prayer throughout the day. Um, sometimes you really, it's, and it's, it's, it's a love commitment, right? You know, it's not always easy to mm-hmm. kind of get it into the things. Uh, the point of it is to, to sanctify the day, to bring Christ, to bring God into the things that you're doing and not just simply just going about doing whatever you're doing. So what's your favorite part of doing the liturgy? Liturgy of the hours? Of the hours. Yeah. Um, which... my favorite part, I mean, I do enjoy praying the Psalms. Uh, so the, the Psalms are, uh, written, you know, by, by, by David in the Old Testament, and they're just they're they're prayers of the heart, and uh, they are really beautiful. They kind of express the array of human emotion and, mm-hmm. and what we experience and our relationship with with others, with God, just in the world. So sometimes it could be a lament, sometimes it could be joyful, and and it doesn't necessarily match where you are, but sometimes it does. And a friend of mine said, even if. I can't identify with the psalm today. Somebody in the world right. is living through that. So how do we pray for those people that you're, are in that difficult place? You're praying this psalm for yourself, but I mean, but the, but the prayer is that you know the liturgy of the hours. Um, it's it's a it's the the official prayer of the church. Mm-hmm. So right, so you're you, you're united with the whole church throughout the world who's praying this, and yeah, there is someone in this place. So you don't know who that person is, but you're like you know, Lord. Grant them the grace that they need in this time to, to deal with what they're doing. I have this app called divineoffice.org, and it has a little map of the world, and it shows you how many people are praying at the same time you are. Wow. It's kind of cool. That's nice. Um, cool. We'll add, um, we'll add iBreviary in that, in that app to the, to to the, the, notes. To the show notes today. Yeah. My favorite is um, that night prayer because mm-hmm. um, it kind of that reflective it is yeah. where have i been during the day and exactly what's gone well and not so well yeah at the, at the beginning of night prayer so before you go into the psalm you kind of do an examination of the day examination of conscience and it's a good way to just kind of have a little check-in which and i think that ties into what we want to talk about today you know it's just it's good to do check-ins it's, mm-hmm. it's good to have maintenance it's good to have you know uh, these these appointments that we don't enjoy but really are good and not just with cars on our bodies but uh, with our souls with with you know with our spiritual life that and we know that and and there was a period of time when I didn't go to the dentist for probably I don't know probably two two and a half years mm-hmm. just got out of college just didn't get re <laughs> rerouted on the train and you know and I just remember feeling like it's been a long time you kind of feel guilt mm-hmm. you know like what are they going to think about me you know having not come I'm going to get the you know I'm going to get the treatment mm-hmm. you know of like where have you been and you know there can be it can be if you've the longer you stay away the harder it is the harder it mm-hmm. is to go back and that can be in our own heads and not necessarily in reality but mm-hmm. but the reality is I mean, more things can happen. More things can build up. You have to deal with more. Mm-hmm. You know, the longer you stay away, the longer you keep your car out of the out of the shop. The longer you stay away from the from the doctor or the dentist. And trying to avoid things like oil changes, mm. 
can really ruin your engine or right. cause a lot of harm to it. Right, and long-term. And I think we do that, too, spiritually sometimes, is we just try to avoid certain things yeah. um, or certain groups of people or certain types of prayer. And it definitely starts to affect how we see the world. Yeah. You know, we can get real depressed or um, negative. Yeah. Um, so. And then all of a sudden we can find ourselves in a place that we don't really expect like you know other people might see it of us and they say like hey is anything is everything going all right and we think everything's fine (laughs) because we haven't seen the doctor in a while (laughs) you know or you know you have a massive thing off of your your face Um, so i think that's really important is having good friends that can call you out and go right you know you're a little bit off today what seems to be going on yeah Uh, not being nosy but being caring Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's 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 important. So maybe the question is, you know, when have we done something of a, a heart checkup? When have we done something of uh, you know just to check in with Jesus? You know, like how are things how are things going in my life right now? What am I what am I dealing with? What am I struggling with? And you know, what are maybe some of the decisions? You know, it's not it's not merely looking at the bad things we've done. Maybe mm-hmm. things are going well too, and to be able to rejoice in the good things. You know, we're sometimes we're so here, there, here, there that we don't actually reflect on what's really going on in our our hearts. I like the examine prayer, and maybe we can put a link to that um, yeah. in the notes because the examine prayer doesn't look at what I failed to do; it's where have I seen God throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. instead of looking at like the negative stuff, it looks at the positive stuff, and the more we look for the positive, the more we see the positive. In right. our lives, right? Yeah, so it's you know in our in our daily lives, are we checking in to see in how things are going? And and then as Christians too, it's not just a mental exercise. It's not just just a review of the day, uh, a review of of the inside. But we can talk to Jesus about it. We can pray that, and that's called prayer. We can. It's like, hey, you know, Jesus, this is going on. This is going on. Um, this is going really well. You know, thank you for this. Thank you. For, you know, just to be able to have that a dialogue. Um, and that would be the ideal for for the Christian that each and every day we're checking in. We're not just mm-hmm. well, it's a, it's just a Sunday thing, or it's just a Christmas and Easter thing, you know, mm-hmm. that we or that, Advent and Lent. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not just sporadic, but mm-hmm. the but the but the more we can do it, the the better the better we're going to be. And it's not it's not going to get to the point where things just build up, yeah. you know, and turn into a big thing. So. I think that's one of the hardest things is to deal with little things while they're little. Right. Because the more you ignore them, then the larger they get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think about this too, about, you know, even just our own journeys. Um, but I think about, I think this in relation to, you know, to the sacraments as well. You know, the, the sacraments are <clears throat> the ways that God wants to unite himself uh, with us. And we know that, you know, practice of sacraments, you know, in the church right now isn't necessarily the greatest you know, that there are a lot of people that, you know, don't come to Mass regularly, that don't celebrate the Eucharist, that don't celebrate the gift of um, reconciliation, you know, kind of regularly. Uh, and even particular to reconciliation, it's like the longer you stay away, like the harder it can be, mm-hmm. you know, to come back. Now, we have to have a, a correct understanding of what actually is reconciliation. You mm-hmm. know, it's not a matter of, sh- about. it's not a matter of shaming us. It's not a matter of just merely pointing out our, our faults and our, our failings, but that God actually wants to be with us in those things and, and forgive us and to love us and to show us his mercy. Like it's more about 
the forgiveness than it is the sin. Yeah, a friend of mine who's a Franciscan said, <clears throat> when you go to reconciliation, it's really not about you. It's right. about God's love. Right. And um, I, th- I think parents understand that with their kids. When their mm-hmm. kids make a mistake or do something, the parent might get angry, but the right. parent still loves the child no matter what. Yeah. Um, and I think understanding that, got, like God's love for us, Sometimes little kids hide when something's wrong, you know, and they've done something like they've broken something. Sure. Um, but mom and dad kind of seek them out, end up giving them a hug and tell them it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I think that's what God does for us whenever we go to reconciliation. Totally. But yeah, I mean, reconciliation, it, it really is kind of like your your doctor's checkup, mm-hmm. you know, that we know isn't necessarily the most enjoyable, might make us feel uncomfortable for a little bit but we know at the end of the day is going to be a good thing for us it's going to help us in the long run to attain what we desire you know the doctor gives us bodily health insofar as our body is able to be healthy Mm -hmm. you know and we we can deal with things that are able to be dealt with our soul you know needs to be healthy we need to be oriented towards god and moving away from sin in our lives that's because that's going to get us to heaven the more we're in relationship with god the more likely it is we're going to be in heaven with them, you know. We're starting small groups here at the parish. Yeah. And um, they're going to be more of uh, faith-sharing groups. Sure. Which are really good. That's great. But Chris, Chris Stefancic, I think yeah. it's his name. He's with uh, form.org. So right. if you have that, you can look at it. But he does a whole thing on small faith groups. Mm-hmm. And he talks about having maybe two or three really close friends that you check in with once a month to yeah. see how everybody's doing. Not just, I'm fine, but deeper as to how are you, what are you struggling with? How's it going? Mm-hmm. Um, how can these couple of people help support you in prayer right? as well as in discussion? Right. Yeah. No, that's really important. Um, yeah. To be, to be living that openness and vulnerability with other people and, uh, and then to be with, with those same people, you know, coming to church together, you know, mm-hmm. celebrating the sacraments together. So it's not just a sharing amongst yourselves, but the, you're you're bringing God into it in a very real way. Mm-hmm. I don't only see I only see benefits to that kind of living. You know, it might it might open us up a little bit. It might make us vulnerable, but it's gonna be it's gonna be better in the long run. And they have to be people that you trust. Um, right. I think someone Sarah, that's not just going to go talk about, oh, hey, look, look, you know, yeah. who told me what? Yeah. Because, yeah, you know that some people, they are not good at keeping their mouths um, closed. Confidential. It needs to be kept confidential. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's just a little little thought and reflection on on maintenance and checkups and how we can relate that to to our, our spiritual lives, our, our hearts. So when you see the little... Reminder on your phone that says, have you stood up or you can close your rings. Maybe think about, have I prayed today or the engine light coming on in your car? Um, Have I checked in with God today or my person who's kind of like my companion walking through life? On the journey, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. All right, thanks so much uh, for listening. Let's uh, close ourselves in prayer. In the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise. For the gift of this day, of our of our lives, of our church, of our faith, uh, of the gift of the sacraments which you 
uh, pour out your life and uh, your love to us. We ask you to be with us and strengthen us and give us courage that we can increasingly open our hearts and our lives uh, to you. Bless us this day. Keep our ourselves and our families and those uh, whom we love the most uh, safe, happy, and holy. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, right. everybody. Um, I have to go wash my soul. Okay, there you go. It's my Kia, and uh, it's got all this salt all over Your it. Your Kia so soul. That's why I have oh, a soul. Oh, so I remember geez. to take care okay. of my soul. That's a, that's a good ending. <laughs> all right, everybody. Have a good week. Have a good week. God bless.